Thank you for tuning into the Gamer Nation podcast. We're just going to go around the rooms and say our names. Brock. Lucas. I'm Simon. Sam. Uh, okay, so in today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, our anime of the week. Before that, you might notice that there's only four of us this time. The others have been removed due to their <laughs> derogatory comments towards gamers in the previous episode. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. Seki K. Seki K. Chicken Joe Chicken and Seki K. And Umaru. Don't forget about Umaru. Yeah, yeah that's so part of it. Alright. First topic. We're going to be talking about Sekiro. Me and Brock have been doing a little Sekiro playthrough lately. Yeah, it's not going so well. I'm kind of confused on where I should be going. Oh, I yeah. played the game kind of out of order, I think. We got, we got to like the part where there's multiple paths that you can take. And right now, we both just kind of don't know like where the fuck we're going or what to do, what bosses to fight. Yeah, I'm in like a further area than Sam is, and he's fighting like double the amount of bosses I have, and it's really making me confused. Yeah, did you ever make it to like the area where you start the game at? Like the little uh, tunnel? Oh, yeah, where you have to like hug the wall and it like spins you around, and then you're back in the tunnel. Uh, no. <laughs> There's like this uh, wall that you can hug, and it will t- like transport you in back the spawn to the- tunnel? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Did you fight the lone swordsman in the tunnel? No. I thought the lone so I don't know who the lone swordsman is. When you get to the area where you started the game, there's like a little assassin, and he's gonna say something like, "Oh, I'm looking for the wolf. He's supposed to be down here." Oh no! And then he realizes that you're the wolf, and then you have to fight him. No, I haven't fought him though. And then the guy I'm thinking about when you say lone swordsman is like this. Uh, it it might be Iron Giant or something, something like that matter. He's just a big uh, guy in iron armor who has a big ass sword. And you have to have him knock down the walls. Oh, is he like the... Does he do uh, thrust attacks and stuff, or...? No, it's just a big-ass claymore that he has. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you get the red bar thing on him, you can't kill him. You have to, like, kick him off the edge of the... Yeah, I've definitely not made it to that part yet. Did you go down in, like, the sewers where you have to fight the, um, little poison guys with the guns? Yeah. The big guns that... They keep spamming. Oh, no. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of those guys. They're called, like, snake eyes. Yeah, I haven't fought them. The only yeah. guys I fought that are little are the little guys with the things on their head, the bamboo hats. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Those little gremlins. Yeah. How would you say Sekiro compares to Bloodborne? Uh, they're, they play hand-in-hand. Hand. They're the same concept. But there's different game mechanics in them that make them very different from each other. Yeah, I thought Bloodborne was more of like a... has had a lot more RPG elements, where Sekiro plays more like an action game, hack and slash. And isn't Bloodborne more of an aggressive game? Like, you gotta fight to get health, and Sekiro's more like... I don't know, Sekiro's really, more blocking instead of dodging. Yeah, so it's more like strategic than yeah. the whole dodging. I'd say in Bloodborne you have the ability to attack a boss back off and then attack him again but in Sekiro, in Sekiro you have to like stay on his pressure ass. on him yeah. I wouldn't say that it's not aggressive like it's like there's no way to run away from enemies like you're locked on with them pretty yeah much and if you, you kill them if you don't hit them for a while their uh posture will regenerate, regenerate so you have to just stay yeah. up on them the whole time do you think it requires more strategy would you say or is it more like 
tactical. There's more ways to play Bloodborne, I'd say. Yeah. In Sekiro, you have the same weapon, you do the same stuff, you just have to keep hitting and blocking, hitting and blocking. Would you consider Sekiro an RPG? It's no. a, but uh, it has RPG elements. You have, like, an inventory, skill tree, levels, yeah. that kind of stuff. But, but I wouldn't consider it, like, a mainline RPG. Like, you can't really equip certain items and make your character a whole lot stronger. Right. It's more or less how you you figure out stuff over time. It's more... I don't want to say it's more skill-based than Bloodborne, but it they go hand-in-hand skill-wise. They're just a different style. Yeah. You just can't really make the character your own. Yeah. And I'd say the lore isn't as interesting yeah. as Bloodborne. There's not much to this story. You don't have to watch a bunch of YouTube videos about it. No. <laughs> not at all. I'm sure it's deep, but probably we just don't care enough well, to look into it. it's delivered a lot more in your face than Bloodborne's yeah. story. In Bloodborne, you kind of have to like read inventory item descriptions to know what's going on. Or in Sekiro, everyone's always tell, just yeah. talking about the story of what's going yeah, on. Like, where's yeah. the... What is it? The prince? Where's the prince at? The, the, the lord? The heir? Yeah, the heir. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, let's, uh, should we move on then? Oh, I have some more. Um, what do you guys think of it compared to, oh, what do you guys like it more than the other From Software games, like Bloodborne and Dark Souls? I don't like and it Demon more than Souls. Bloodborne. I don't like it, I like it hand in hand. I definitely played a lot more Bloodborne than Sekiro, though. Yeah. Here. Bloodborne's just a lot and more of a satisfying game. I would say Dark Souls is almost like a mixture of both of them, honestly. Like, uh, you could dodge in Dark Souls, or you could block, you have, like, a, two different options to parry, or, I mean, but there's parrying in Bloodborne, too, and in Secure. I don't know. Well, in Bloodborne, you could, like, make different classes, like, arcade yeah. classes, a one in dexterity Sekiro. class. Yeah, there's only one class. Yeah, and you can kind of differentiate your character using the skill tree, but it's not really that deep. Is as much of an open game as Bloodborne is? Is there, like, you know, yeah. like, in regular Soulsborne fashion, like, there's always... You gonna open a door and it'll like loop you back to no no like the map start. barely yeah, ever loops so. back into itself. It's, it's more linear, but it's, it's more just, open. Okay. It's pretty. It's a, it's more open environments and stuff. It's not just like closed corners. No, it's it's pretty much open the whole game and probably instead of a few sections when you're inside houses. And I'd say like, like the, the tunnels. The very beginning wasn't very open. No. You basically fought this boss, moved on, fought the next boss, moved on. But we got to the part where like it branches out into multiple paths. We met. We're not yeah, quite yeah. sure which way we yeah, need to go. Yeah, it doesn't, like, up front tell you, like, which path is the right path. You yeah, kind you of can, just have to experiment a little bit. Like, what I did, too, I, I figured out, like, uh, like, I ended up doing, like, getting an, a, an item for a quest, and I haven't even completed the quest yet, so I just have the item, and I can't find where the quest... How's that happen? I don't know. Like, I found it before it told me to where it could go. Real weird. I got it before. How are the uh, side bosses in that game? Because they're um, interesting. There's so many like side bosses. Yeah. Did like, you ever uh, go into like one of those dark tunnels where there's just like some demon at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, just that, super OP. Is it the headless? There's uh, a lot of them though. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm talking the about headless is guys. Yeah, the headless. Uh, I figure I had to look up tutorial how to beat them. Did you said, beat them ever? No, I haven't even beat no, them. No, those yet, guys. But really I just watched a tutorial. You have to like with that headless guy or whatever that has the big sword that slows you down. You yeah. have to just do a dance, like, around him, they said. Like, just yeah. walk in circles around him. Because he's super slow, and it takes him a while to turn around. So you want to put your, uh, what's that called? Like, the the thing that makes a sword all purple. I've never done that I've before. I've never used it before, either. Yeah. It's called, like, 
I think it's called like a dragon something, probably. Is but you have to sidestep yeah. around him and use that on him. I feel like those guys are meant for like end game though. Like you're not supposed to fight yeah, probably where not. we're at in the game. Is there any like easy bosses? Like I know it's a hard game, like all the, like, all the games. There's like the first you... time I played through, I got killed by fucking everything, yeah, even you... the basic enemies. Yeah, because you know on Bloodborne there'll be like easy bosses that take no effort, like the witches of Hemwick or oh, the blue yeah. aliens. Oh yeah, for sure. There's not a lot of those. So would you say Sekiro's harder than Bloodborne? boss wise or harder than just a dark souls game probably it's probably harder than bloodborne just the way you have to play you have to have your timing perfect the whole time you have to break posture you can't just do damage because like in bloodborne you don't have in bloodborne you don't have to parry or uh what's it called wait what do they call it in bloodborne like the actual term parry because um, I know Dark Souls, it's or called stagger or something, stagger. staggering. Yeah. Visceral attack. Visceral, visceral that's that's, yeah, called, yeah, visceral attack. That's what they call it. So it's just like basically all parrying and visceral attacks. Like that's kind like, of how you play the game. Yeah, you have to parry an enemy so many times as posture breaks, and then you can do a visceral. Okay. It's not like really there is a health bar, but it doesn't really matter. Or if you're bad, like me, you can just beat the whittle enemy enemy down. Yeah. Until they, uh, their visceral comes up automatically. Like without breaking yeah, the posture just by doing damage. Yeah, I've yeah, done that with a few bosses. That takes so much time, though. Yeah. Alright, so... Like with the hog, or whatever that big Oh, core. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, does it have one or two life bars? I think it only has one. Are you sure? I don't know, I don't actually. I don't know either. Can't remember, but that thing was fucking annoying. Yeah. Alright, so... I might have said this already, but what do you guys prefer? What game? Bloodborne's a more engaging game. Yeah, I would say the environment's really unique. Sekiro's basically a straightforward feudal Japan. Yeah, because I play a little bit of Sekiro, like the tutorial in the first boss, but I didn't play anymore because I just couldn't get into like I could with Bloodborne, which Bloodborne happens to be one of my favorite games of all time. Oh yeah, Bloodborne. I like the cosmic horror aspects of it. Yeah, and Sekiro. There's nothing really unique. And the Gothic architecture. Oh, yeah. Sekiro looks pretty good, though. Like, the outside parts. It's pretty good looking. Yeah, game. I'd say, like, the environments get a little repetitive, though. Yeah, like, yeah, they're grasses, all outside, trees. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. In Bloodborne, I just love the... Like, there's not a church. Like, the scholar, Bursingworth scholar, or whatever. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. It doesn't yeah, have like, all that no. cool, cool crafty cool mythos. Yeah. yeah. Like, Bloodborne, every little environment was distinguishable, unique. You can, really in Sekiro, you kind of get lost because everything uh, looks the same, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right, so are we done talking about uh, Sekiro? Yeah, we'll get on to the next topic. All right, our next topic is anime of the week. So for this, we're just giving like an oddball anime recommendation that we feel like a lot of people haven't watched that we think they should. Right. So you want to start us out, Lucas? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Gakugurashi, it's like a slice of life anime, but it's about, uh, apocalyptic. It's like an apocalyptic, apocalyptic time. And this little schoolgirl, like, she's like mentally insane and she just thinks everything's fine. (laughs) She just thinks everything is fine. She like goes to class and everything. And there's just three girls that kind of support her mental illness. And they're just like, yeah, it's all, it's, it's okay. (laughs) And then while they just survive in the zombie apocalypse that's probably one of the most twisted moes i've ever watched (laughs) anything else to talk about uh kake 
coop. Is that the correct pronunciation? I I probably murdered this. Uh, then I guess I'll go next. I see you have the Wikipedia pulled up. I see the <laughs> oh, wiki yeah. pulled up. All right. Mine is Dararara, two question, two exclamation marks. It's based off a novel series of the same name. It tells the story of a Dulahan, like a headless horseman or headless rider, working as an underworld courier in Ikebukuru, a city in Japan. An internet an internet-based anonymous game called The Dollars and the chaos that unfolds around the most dangerous people in Ikebukuro. Basically, it's more of a light-hearted show about gang violence and organization. Well, I'm not going to call it light-hearted because it's not some pretty dark things. But if you're not too good at reading or you're not a quick reader, I would recommend the dub version because there's a lot happening at every single moment of the show. And... I love the show so much because there's so many different characters you get invested with, and every character has their own story. And that's why I love Dorara, so. Alright, time for my recommendation. Terror and Resonance. It's a 2014 show. If you like Death Note, it'll be easy to get into this one. <laughs> it has, like, that whole mind game aspect where they're, like, going up against the law enforcement, and they're trying to outsmart each other. It's just like a really unique premise because the main characters are actually terrorists and at the beginning they blow a whole building up and you think they're going to be the bad guys but they end up having cool motivations behind what they're doing and they don't really kill people or anything they just like blown up buildings. It's a real moral they based show. Like, <laughs> they just like, like blocking things. Yeah, they're just in the power of technology. <laughs> well, burn. They do all this terrorism to like promote a cause, and it's kind of revealed at the end, and it's pretty interesting. It's a real moral show. Would you commit terrorism if you think it's the right thing to do? Yeah. Is terrorism cool? Find out. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Find out in the next podcast. Terror. Um, I guess I'll talk about Dr. Stone, because I don't really have any other older, like, uh, that not that many people know of animes. You could say I'm a noob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Call yourself it. that, man. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Don't go hard on yourself. You've been around long enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just gonna talk about uh, Doctor Stone then. So uh, basically, like a, a rapture happens in the world, and everybody gets turned to stone. And there's this like uh, this ember or like this uh, juice that they find in this cave that uh, the doctor. Dr. Stone was like, it jerked on him or something. He was the first one to break out. Is that really his name, Dr. Stone? That's what I don't even Wait, know. Wait, is that the weird <laughs> with, Dr. Stone? with the weird onion head? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. green onions. Yeah, Dude. Dr. Stone. He makes people Well, they call, call him, him the doctor. Or, like, what is there's, his, yeah, what's his name? There's the doctor, there's the brute, and then there's like the killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they, uh, in the recent episodes, they just got this chick like, and turned into a rock. Was that the oh, guy yeah. that the jock guy liked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That he was super into. Yeah. And, uh, like, they're starting to come, like, there's starting to be a problem in this, uh, in episode three where the hunter wants to, uh, like, kill all the, uh, people that are stone so that the world can, like, it can still be good. Like, there will be no evil in the world. Yeah, like, he doesn't want to mechanize anything. Like, uh, no guns. He doesn't want, he doesn't want history to repeat itself. I'd say. Do you think this one guy should have the power to make those decisions? Um, no. That's why Dr. Stone just keeps, like, 
they uh, came to like an agreement. Like they were gonna make gun. They made gunpowder, and they were gonna try to make a gun to kill him because that was the only way. Because his physical strength is yeah, he like beats up lions compared to everything. Yeah, when they he first got unturned into a stone or unpetrified, he uh, beat the fuck out of like two tigers. Was it just two or was it one? No, it was, it was one lion. Yeah, and one he just lion. like punched it with like one punch. punch he just killed, killed it. it, and he like now wears it like as like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, walks yeah. around with it. Dude, is it true that the jock had the nut on the preserved girl for her to <laughs> be de-stoned? Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I heard about that. Dude, yeah, that's a big fan theory. Yeah. <laughs> They drop the goo from the cave on her. Not oh. the human goo. <laughs> the, hum- the human goo. The bat goo. <laughs> I guess it's up to interpretation. Yeah, it's yeah. however you want to spin it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he would, you know, spank his monkey over top of. Dude, who's the one yeah, person? Yeah, yeah. Who's the one person you would juice on if everyone was turned to? Sin? <laughs> oh man, I have a pretty big list actually. Yeah. Dude, to be honest, no one. I wouldn't do it to anybody. I'd probably... <laughs> I'd take a big old dump on a few people. You know what? I'd do, I'd do it for you guys, man. I, if I, I'd miss you guys. Yeah, I'd I'd just leave guys. me as a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd juice on Hideo Kojima. <laughs> That's about it. So just we so get we Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> so we I can to talk to him about all the retcons in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and what he really should have done. Uh, we could have put him in a... Alright, uh, everybody went around the room for that, right? right yeah, yeah, for the recommendations. And we'll we run with that. Uh, and really check these shows out, guys. Yeah, these yeah. are some honestly. You won't regret it. Yeah. So, uh, you guys want to talk about the Spider Man movies next? Oh, yeah, Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we recently watched all the original. What's Sam, Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yeah. Tobey Maguire, America's Sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, until he turns sour. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be bad. Yeah. Oh, it feels so good to be bad. Yeah. Now I'm big on this. <laughs> that was all for her. Yeah. I like how uh, after that little scene where Tobey Maguire does his funny little dance, <laughs> that's the last time we see Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah. After that, like, she's such a big her. part in like the actual story. Yeah. And then she just wanted no part in that guy. <laughs> she just wanted to go back to, what's his name, Tucker? Pete, yeah. Pete turned into a real doucher when he wore that suit. I think oh, he was yeah. cooler. Right. <laughs> um, I liked him better. Going around the room, you guys want to talk about one thing you like and one thing you dislike about the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, starting with Lucas? Um... One thing I like is Tobey Maguire's crying face. Of course. Um, and one thing I dislike is Mary Jane. I just hate her as a character. Dude, not Dude, cool. Not yeah, cool. I'm sorry, but cool. she was kind of fake in the third one. She knows the Spider-Man could have whooped the Hobgoblin's oh, ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, when, when she, she <laughs> tells, her, tells Peter, like... Uh, when he's on his hands. We're breaking up. He's on his hands and yeah. knees like, I was gonna propose. And Dude. she's like, I don't care. Yeah. The Green Goblin, he could have just kicked his ass. I don't yeah. get it. Like, Dude, you know some of that. In the back of her mind, she yeah. just wanted to do the Hobgoblin. So, yeah. Of course. When he talks about her lipstick, he's like, mm, mm. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember kissing her. Mm. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go next about, I'll talk about Spider-Man 3. One thing I like I guess about all the Spider-Man movies, the, Sp- the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, is the lightheartedness of it, and like how it's kind of doing its own thing. 
Like, it's not part of the connected universe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan of the connected universe okay. with all uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. I kind of feel like I can't watch a Marvel movie because I don't you know just, all the lore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. And whenever you watch one, you just think, like, how does it intertwine and with like, the rest of them? Yeah, I haven't watched a Marvel movie in so long. Like, an MCU movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. my last one was probably Iron Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> like, the second one or whatever. Yeah. I watched them all. <laughs> watched them all. Oh, yeah, yes. all in theaters. You know all the Marvels. Yeah, pretty much. Oh I just haven't watched any of the anime. I guess, I guess Man like, in the West. Yeah. I guess Dude, if, my dad made me watch all of them with him. I feel like he's a real Ant Man guy. Oh, no, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> he's all about the Hulk. Dude, what kind of sick freak pays money to go see an Ant Man movie? Dude, he gets so mad. He's like, "Oh, the new Avengers is coming out. Let's see if the Hulk's a pussy in this one too." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what he says every single time. All right, that's what I like about the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> One thing I dislike, or a gripe, if you will, about Spider-Man 3, I guess this is everyone's, the three villains. Oh, Why yeah. have three villains? Why can't they just keep the Sandman as the one villain? Or even make the Hobgoblin as the one villain? He was forced to put Venom in. Yeah, I know he's forced to put Venom in. And I, you could tell he was forced by the way he made he wrote, the Venoms, <laughs> wrote the Venom scenes and how he made... Uh, What's his name from that 70s show? Oh, Eric Foreman. Yeah. He made Eric Foreman Venom. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suck that Venom. Just one villain is good. Alright. The one thing I liked, I just liked how cheesy it was. Like, it was pretty self-aware. It knew mm-hmm. what it was doing. It knew it was a goofy-ass movie. That's a good it, it just rolled with it. Yeah. It was kind of the same as yours, but I think I, like, thought of it first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. One thing I disliked, I disliked Sandman. You just have Sandman? Really? Yeah. Instead of I think oh, wow. I was just about to say my pro is liking the Sandman. I like his character. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Sandman was a good I villain. don't know. He has it a good was motivation. bad casting. No, I agree. It was bad casting. I don't think Who it was, was bad. that guy? He's a terrible actor. He just like grunted and said a couple lines the well, whole movie. That's what Sandman yeah. is like in the comics, I think. I never read the comics, but I'm but sure that's what he's like. Comics. Is he supposed <laughs> to just be a 50-year-old man? Who has... No, it's like a, he has a good motive. He's trying to get yeah, money for his daughter. Like, what's what's yeah. Venom's motive? He just wants to kill yeah, Peter can, Parker. Yeah. Yeah, and same with a hobgoblin. All right, I think Venom. Well, the hobgoblin. If they good. went all out on the Venom idea, they could have used him like as a catalyst to Peter's psychological war. <laughs> Between we could have had yeah. like a little psychological horror movie with Peter getting possessed <laughs> and everyone hating him. And I guess if they like and how he really became Black Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I guess if they did Venom good and set, left everyone out but Venom and made Venom good. Yeah. Like, if they would have went all out with the idea, like, why did the black goo come from Mars? Yeah. Or wherever the fuck we yeah. came from. <laughs> just a random meteor. Yeah, it was just so down. random. That was so threw in, I think. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, I would have came with a good backstory for why Venom's here, what its purpose is. Yeah, yeah I know, like, like, places. Like, they could have gave the goo, like, like, it literally just stuck onto the plate of his car. Uh, not his yeah. car, his little bike that he put it around in. Imagine yeah. if it would have got stuck on Mary Jane and she turned into the black Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Or like the for that is for that yeah, instance, like uh, there could have been like a uh, a police scanner or something that introduced uh, the venom goo to or like people, people are at a laboratory. They're yeah, or some like, shit, shit like that. and then yeah. black goo squirts everywhere. Kind of like in the more recent Venom movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how did the Venom know to go to Spider Man? Yeah. Out yeah. of all people, like, it, it just happens to land right by Spider Man. Yeah. Like I know it comes from space, but like. 
Really? It could have stuck on a, a bird, a, a no, raccoon. I, that's or, why I think Venom's a weird thing to add to the movie because like it's hard for like normal moviegoers that don't read the comics to digest. Like it just comes from space. Like okay, you know, uh, Parasite the anime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they did like kind of a angle like that? Venom. That is was like, kind yeah. of that's what Tom Hardy that would be. Yeah. Like, um, that's exactly Tom Hardy's yeah, Venom. Yeah, but that one's ass. No one, no one watched that. Yeah, because he just walks around like a crackhead the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but like if he oh, talked with it. Out. Yeah. What was uh, the Parasite's motivation in Parasite? Um, just to have a host. Yeah, just to have a host. Sure. and Like, just be able to live. Well, didn't want to... But they came from space, too, though. Yeah, to be humanity's predator or something. Yeah, yeah. like, they... Yeah. Like, wasn't it kind of like a commentary on how an- uh, people just eat animals? And what would ha- happen if there was something above humans to eat uh-huh. humans, like... Humans eat animals. A social yeah. commentary, if yeah. you will. Yeah. A new higher. So that's what the they should have done with Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I, we're just talking about the new Venom here, and the new Venom was shit. So yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Agree, this is yeah. a hard argument. Okay, <laughs> Sandman should have been the only villain in Spider-Man Three. I I yeah, that. better casting for the Sandman. And oh, another thing that was perfect. stupid: Green Goblin losing his memory. Yeah, oh, that was God, so. Yeah. That was that such was a big so detour. Like, yeah, it just had those weird side plots, like. Then the side Green Goblin and Mary Jane love story. Yes. I remember I wrote you a poem in middle school or it something. Felt, it felt so forced. Yeah. Like, no one wants to see that. People want to see Spider-Man, not yeah. Mary Jane. And Yeah, and wh- why would Mary Jane be so quick to, like, start... Yeah, she literally hopped on his dick uh-huh. so fast. Yeah. Well, I mean... Like, I understand he was a sly, he's handsome, he's rich, all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, and she knows that his memory's impaired, impaired. so, like... Dude, that's she's kind of taking advantage of that. Yeah. The real villain. The fourth villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fourth the villain. Mary Jane. I feel like their romance was, like, her and uh, Spider-Man's romance was, like, forced, kind of, yeah. the entire throughout the entire series. I feel like her and uh, Gwen Stacy, Team Gwen Stacy. Yeah, her, her Team Cookie Girl from. Oh yeah, Cookie Girl apartment. for sure. Cookie oh girl from yeah, the Cookie Girl from the apartment. Uh, cookie Girl from the apartment. Yeah. The... Like, give me, go give me some more milk. Yeah. <laughs> go give me some more milk, baby. <laughs> like that was not forced. That was all natural. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Go cookies with go nuts. make some cookies with nuts. <laughs> yeah, go make. That's what real romance looks <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> she was so excited to make those cookies too. Yeah, that was. Awesome. She was even excited for him whenever. Uh, What's that idiot's name? Mary Jane would call. Oh, yeah. She's like, Mary Jane's on the phone. Yeah. Deep inside, she was crying. Yeah. How old was that girl? She looked like she was like 17. Mary Jane's on the phone. Should I tell her to fuck off? (laughs) Should (laughs) I tell her I'm getting you cookies? (laughs) (laughs) I already told her I was making you cookies. She's eating my cookies. (laughs) 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 All right. um, Let's not get you ahead of ourselves, guys. Sam, is that it for your uh, pros and cons of Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, that's about it. And Brock? Um, I like the Sandman. Uh, I didn't like Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin? Yeah, end of line. What should have they done with Hobgoblin? Do you think they made him more Hobbian and less Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> make him the Knob Goblin. <laughs> the Knob Goblin? Let, make him yeah, not deformed. Let's at the have end a game movie. of interest between Peter um, and the... Nope, <laughs> and one thing, one other thing that annoyed me in Spider-Man Three when they retconned uh, Sandman actually killed your uncle. 
Oh, what yeah. What's the point of getting that? Just to make Spider-Man not like the Sandman? Yeah. You know, like, just to give him a motive to go after him. Yeah. No, but he's, like, robbing people. He's made of sand. What more of a motive does he need? Yeah. Like, they resolved that in the first movie. They just Where did these guys it. come from? What the fuck happened to his daughter? Yeah. Did she live? Did she Yeah, I, that's what I want to oh, know. Yeah, what happened she was, little... like, deathly ill, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. she had, like... And then they just kind of ditched the plot line. Yeah, yeah, see, that's why he should have been the main villain. It could have resolved itself. Yeah, he, he just disappeared. Seen a better movie than it. Than yeah, it was. I but wonder if he went and still robbed people. <laughs> when he final battle, Venom possesses Sandman. Um, Venom Sand. Spider Man's fucked. Let's say yeah. that. Yeah, there's no beating him. They'd have to call. And Sandman, wait, when he like just turned to sand at the end of the movie and drifted off. Does he, where does he, he go? Again? <laughs> yeah, like, he's if, not dead. They were acting like that was his death. Yeah, yeah what if a green and sand landed on a stuff. beach, then he's fucking alive again? There, there's no point. And I don't understand that either. Like, if it, all this sand gets spread around and there's just one single grain of sand on a pile of, on a beach somewhere, like, could he just reform himself like that? He'll like, just have, like, they'll just be like an arm somewhere on the beach and then yeah, like, his head will be saying. somewhere else in America. Like when, uh, Sandman, like when the sand from Sandman gets trapped in Peter Parker's boot. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. was just in Peter yeah, Parker's like, he could have just formed in there and be like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he, he felt what was, he felt Peter's foot. Oh, yeah. 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 And Peter Parker doesn't wear socks in it under his boots. Yeah, we did learn that. That was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stinky feet. Yeah, imagine what those boots feel like a long day. Of <laughs> After a long crime. day of being a spider. And he doesn't wash it, he just throws really it into tangy. a box. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, you know how Sandman's weakness is water? Yeah. And he turns into like that little poop when he gets oh, wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he pees, does his dick turn into poop? <laughs> 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 just like, it just falls into the toilet, just like a big brown chunk. Like, Dude, Sandman <laughs> can't just... pee. He doesn't have any more internal organs. Really? Yeah, he's all made of sand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean... when he takes on a human form, form. Like, you know, you cut Sandman's arm sense. off, you don't see bones underneath. You just yeah, see sand. that's true. Oh, so, so he just takes on that human appearance. Just wait. So how can I don't get how he could like develop speech and all that, dude? If he could choose, there's any a lot of human form to take. Why would he take his ugly self? Yeah, yeah. I would have took like a self. fucking Arnold. I would have chose like Arnold or somebody. Yeah, he could have like given himself a six pack and all this cool shit. <laughs> he could give himself a six pack. Yeah, yeah he could have made his muscles super big. He could have made himself look like Kylo Ren. He could have yeah. turned. <laughs> into a whole different person and restarted his life as like somebody new yeah. he could have turned into his daughter and then killed his daughter off <laughs> he got better <laughs> just to make the mom happy. yeah just to yeah. make mom happy wow oh, Connie, so he could have in turned into spider-man and did some dirty deeds oh, yeah. so people would think spider-man's <laughs> he could shoot sand webs okay so all around the table and pictures. overall ranking out of 10 for spider-man lucas the whole series Let's um, just do three. three. We've yeah, just, just three. Just three. Yeah, we're talking about three. Uh, six, even though it's nostalgic and everything. As a movie, it's not good. Well, I like it as its own movie. As its own movie, I guess. Okay, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a I'm seven. Uh, you guys broke me. Okay, I'm going to give it an eight, just because it was like my favorite movie when I was eight. I'll give it an eight. I like it even today. I just think its cheesiness is cute. It's a a fun watch. I'll give it a seven as well. It's so entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's more entertaining, I think, than a normal MCU movie. Like, you're not... Yeah, like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, you don't have to have, like, some kind of another level thing, like, how's this gonna play into this? Yeah, you don't need the... 
it's not attached to any greater context. It's yeah, just it's just doing its own. Thing. Yeah, it's just you're watching. You can the, never you're tell watch, who the next villain is. Like you're watching a, like a movie. Like you're watching its own movie, a real movie. I'm not saying them seeing movies aren't a yeah. real movie, but like. And Spider-Man Three There's isn't no, even uh, bound by the context of the previous films because it just retcons them. <laughs> so it can do whatever it wants, yeah. and it does. <laughs> All right, uh, I gave it a seven as well. So uh, you guys ready to move on to our uh, next topic? Our top five Gen One and Gen Two Ooh. games. This isn't Gen One and Gen Two. Oh, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, what? How do the generations work? It's probably Gen 2 and 3. Okay, wait, Gen 1 is NES. Gen 2 is SNES. No, that's not right. Let's just talk about our favorite. Okay, Let's we're just... going over five different yeah. consoles, and we're going to talk about our favorite games for each of them. Starting the, with... The five consoles we'll be talking about is PS1, Nintendo 64, Xbox, GameCube, and PS2. So just those two generations. We'll start with uh, Sam and Brock because they probably have more games than I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. We both played all these systems, so we yeah, have a big lengthy, you guys. lengthy list. Yeah, it must be Big nice. gamers. Big here. gamers. Yeah. <laughs> big brain. Yeah, if there's two people who are the biggest gamers in this room, I think we can all agree it's me and Brock. It's... Well, you're second after Brock because you don't have a computer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you guys made true. this argument last time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't play PC games. Yeah, I'm a real gamer. What's PC mean, computer? <laughs> personal computer <laughs> all right so uh i guess sam you can right. start we're starting with playstation one my fifth favorite game is wipeout the spaceship racer uh the only wipeout i've played was on the ps3 when it was a free ps plus game oh and yeah I didn't really PS enjoy it got that much. broken down for a month yeah. i just think it's a cool game cool aesthetic. yeah it's cool it's, it's definitely cool game. for its time too like kind of like a uh what's that game that uh captain falcon came from uh star no um, no f-zero uh, f-zero kind of like an f-zero feel to it yeah it's so fast and smooth it's just overall fun play next next one these aren't in any particular order or anything the next one i have is final fantasy 7 obviously yeah that's, that's kind of just an obvious pick for ps1s so yeah number three Oh, wait, we're not doing numbers. My third one is Parappa the Rappa. Oh, Parappa the Rappa. <laughs> I played Parappa the Rapper, but I would love to play it. Yeah. Parappa's my main on PlayStation All-Stars Battle right now. <laughs> that game was so bad. Yeah. I remember when you bought that, and yeah. we came over and we played, and we were like, yeah, this is shit. What? What? This I like to call good. it the better Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Bros for real gamers who don't Smash like little League. cartoon characters playing. <laughs> Yeah, there's no uh, Fire Emblem characters in PlayStation All-Stars yeah, Battle Royale. Yeah, But there is oh, Fat yeah. Mama. Who the fuck is Fat Mama? Fat Mama? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody Mama. knows who Fat Mama is. You're just Fat Mama. <laughs> there actually is we good characters in that game. Yeah, like Sackboy. Uh, Sackboy. Sack yeah. Uh, Jack is in it from Jack and Dexter. Uncharted Man. Yeah. Sackboy. That was my nickname in high school. Sackboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of like no, known characters in that game. Your nickname in high school was a... Uh, there's ape escape in there too oh yeah, yeah the main character ape escape too yeah overall there's a good roster all right back to my ps1 list uh my next game is the original gta that might be like one of the first video games i ever played oh the top down it's top down yeah, yeah it's really arcadey it's yeah. not really a good game but, but it's one of the first yeah. games i played and plus it like spawned the whole series so my mom didn't let me play a gta game until i was old enough to buy my own copy of yeah. One. Really? Oh yeah, our mom's a real anti-gamer. 
Really? So you've well, the first, and so, no, it's just because there's boobs in those games. Yeah. So on the first GTA, did they have like square boobs? <laughs> no, it's, they just top down. There's boobs, nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like there you just ran around like, like you're this like a little top box. down view, and you just oh, like got wow. in cars and shit and did like it wasn't even missions really. It was kind of like Crazy Taxi. Almost. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Um, to all the gamer moms out there. If you don't let your son buy GTA, that's gamer oppression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and they're F just going to look up naked boobs. F you. F you, mom. Yeah. They're just going to look up naked boobs yeah. on their iPod anyway, so you might as well just let them buy They have it. to get yeah. their fix somehow. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to look up boobs and booty on iFunny. Yeah, I, I had to whack it to Instagram models in my younger years because my mom wouldn't let me play GTA. Uh, I would search it up on iFunny and like watch the GIFs. I have a cool little story. When I was in 7th grade, when GTA 5 first came out on the PS3, I really wanted to get it, and my parents kept saying no, and I finally convinced them to go to GameStop with me to get it. When we got there, we were checking out, and the guy there was like, "You know, there's, you know, this game's awful, right? You can go to strip clubs, you can get prostitutes. Dude. It might be the worst game ever. No, because you should not buy this for your kid." And then my dad made me put it back. And that, we just that, that's the exact same thing no, happened to us. <laughs> I swear to God, like, my dad he took us to get GTA Four. Like we said, Dad, can we get this? He didn't really know anything about the game. Like my mom was the one that was all over Anti, that. Yeah, yeah. So he was like about to buy it for us, and then lady that was working she said you know this game contains nudity and even a scene where you shoot a porno and my, <laughs> my dad, dad was like, like i don't know if your guys' mom will like this <laughs> my dad was like Auga. he's <laughs> like give me a copy yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we like, how much is a ps3 <laughs> and we were in the middle of the line and we had to put it back it was so embarrassing we just had to leave there empty-handed yeah. kids go wait in the car does this game really show full boob <laughs> <laughs> i remember uh Go like, I was allowed to play whatever. I was playing, like, GTA San Andreas on my PS2 when I was about six. And my mom would always ask me, bro, does this game make you want to kill people and run them over? Yes. I'd be like, no, mom, I would, I'm not stupid. I would never do that. And she's like, oh, okay. Then yeah. you can keep playing it. And I was like, oh, sweet. All right. My mom would yeah. say, does this game make you want to shoot a porno? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think yeah. it's just <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, baby, yeah. Like in 12-ounce mouse when they're shooting the porno. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> You do know you're in a porno, right? <laughs> this does not like, look oh, like yeah, cheese industries. <laughs> you're in a porno. <laughs> 12 ounce mouse, my next anime recommendation. <laughs> so like alright, back to PS1 games. Final one, Crash Warped. The best of the original Crash trilogy. Coolest level design. I agree. It's you a know, great game. You know. Best moveset, best well designed crash. You I know. We can all agree on that. Wampa, 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 you gotta get the wampa fruit. Ooga, ooga. Booga. Booga. Alright, Brock. Uh, okay, for my PS1 list, I have Final Fantasy Tactics, just because that's a, I don't know, I played that a lot on my uh, PSP, and I copped it for the PS1 not too long ago, and I really enjoyed playing through that again. Uh, then I'd say Spyro. Nobody, nobody can talk shit about Spyro. It's a great collect-a-thon it's good wor world building. There's a bunch of cool zones that you get to look at. And also change it up by letting you fly, like, a plane and stuff and shoot shit out the air. Uh, my next one is uh, Crash Team Racing. There's a, I don't know, it's just a good racing game. Like, there's a good uh, drifting system behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of strategy yeah, involved in that game. There's a lot of, like... Timing-wise. Yeah, time-wise. Like, that game's all about speed. Like, you have to have speed the whole time or else you're fucked. Yeah, where Mario Kart's just like, like uh... Let me throw this banana at you real yeah. quick. There's Mario not real, Kart's uh, just more accessible. Yeah, I agree. CTR, you need to be a pro. You need to know what you're doing. 
Oh, and let me talk about Croc. Everybody's hated platforming game. Uh, I just that was like one of the first games I played platforming wise. I remember we had the PS One, and I was like, I don't know. I remember playing it when I was like four. I remember watching someone playing that and being like, "This is a crock of shit." <laughs> uh, and then my next game is uh, Crash Warped. I agree with Sam. Yep. What made you choose Tactics over Seven for Final Fantasy? Just because I didn't play that much of Seven. Oh really? Yeah. You have you ever played through Seven? Seven's oh, one they wow. made the remake of, right? They didn't make it yet. It's it's still, still in it's never gonna come out. Okay. You don't think so? They released like a trailer of the combat. Wasn't that like that game was announced in like 2013 though? Well, do you want them to rush it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I downloaded it on PC not too long ago because I didn't have a copy of it, and I got to uh, like there's this casino <laughs> part, and I pretty much just got to the casino part and I quit playing it. But my pops was super into it and beat the like the emerald fucking giants or whatever they're called the end game things yeah the are end really game tough. stuff yeah secret and bosses. that's before he even beat the fucking game he would go around and level up his characters to 99 before beating the game wow well, must have a lot of time on his hands <laughs> bored gamer <coughs> uh okay do you guys have anything uh freaking ps1 <laughs> Uh, that's a no for Lucas. Yeah. So, are there Wii recommendations? <laughs> <laughs> Wii uh, Super recommendations. Mario Galaxy. <laughs> okay, um, I guess I'll go. I have a short list, starting with uh, Resident Evil 2, the game that really started it all for survival horror. Oh, yeah. I guess you can make comparisons to Resident Evil 1 looks-wise, but Resident Evil 2 had a better plot i would say didn't it introduce uh the kennedy whatever. yeah leon kennedy the best character yeah, in resident evil franchise the best character in video game history. and claire redfield the coolest the second hottest girl in resident evil who's the first oh, i'll get into that is that uh the girl from five the indian chick because she's no hot, dude though. she sucks i hate what? her she's well, hot though well her ai just sucked mm -hmm. but okay let's just go into my next one resident evil one why would you put one above two? Oh, it's There's not no really order. going i'm not going oh, in yeah. order but resident evil 2 is better but resident evil 1 i like it it's cheesy i like the campiness of it it doesn't hold up at all today all right, 24 frames of nick 24 frames of who <laughs> 24 frames of simon <laughs> talking about how campy stuff is and for my last spot need for speed payback Oh, I never played it. The original Need for Speed game. That was the first one? I don't know if it was the first one, but I no, hear it's the one I that... I feel like Need for Speed. It's the, the one that... Po I hear it's the one that popularized the franchise. Oh, yeah. Okay, and that does it all right, for PS1. All right, that's all for PS1. So we're moving on to Nintendo 64. I didn't play a lot of Nintendo 64. I'm not going to have a lot to say, but I do have five games. Ocarina of Time. First of all, I never played this on the 64, but I played a little bit on 3DS. It's a cool game. Started out Three. modern Zelda, pretty sweet. Four pilot wings. It's just a chill game to just Fly kick around. back. Yeah. And I also really like uh, Wii Resort Island Flyover. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's yeah, all the reason when he got successor. Wii Resort. Oh yeah, and that's kind of, it's kind of like that. Three Smash, obviously. Two Donkey Kong sixty four and one Mario sixty four. Uh, 
Um, I'm gonna go next. Nintendo 64 is pretty much my main console growing up. I would spend a lot of time at my grandparents and that's where the console was at. So I had a pretty much an infinite time to play whatever I wanted, well, what they had. So uh, the number one on my list is, well, not doing number one, it's all out of order, but this is my favorite out of the list, is Smash Bros. Just a classic Smash Bros. I remember going through and trying to beat it on every single difficulty as Kirby by just smashing everybody with a with the ground pound to see if I could beat the game that way. Uh, but you really can't because you have to beat the master hand at the end. And then uh, my second one is Diddy Kong Racing. I like that a lot because there's different vehicles that you can drive. There's like go-karts, there's boats, and there's planes that you can fly around. It adds a lot of... Uh, diversity i'd say between just normal karting like karting around it's like sonic all-stars racing transform yeah it's a little weird too because there's bosses in it too like there'd be these big bosses that you'd have to beat like and they would just be bosses they wouldn't be in a cart like they'd chase you or Uh, have you ever played mario kart for the ds yeah bosses and stuff is it like that no it's not exactly like that because this is free roam like this is an open world racing game yeah oh i didn't know that so like GTA, but you're Diddy Kong? <laughs> yeah, you shoot go, people ooh, with your little ooh, peanut gun. <laughs> uh, my next is Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards. I just, this was like my first real Kirby game, I guess I'd play. I mean, I played all the ones on the that were ported over to the Game Boy, but I just really enjoy this. This was one of the first games I bought for my Nintendo 64 that I owned. It's just a great game all around. I like uh, the, like the crystal concept behind it like uh when you'd suck up somebody up you'd get like this crystal power sounds stupid like that but it was just really cheesy and just a good all-around kirby game and my next one fourth one on the list is mario kart or uh, mario 64 uh not much can be said about that everybody knows that's a pretty much the best platforming game of all time even better than croc Yes. <laughs> Way better than Croc. <laughs> Croc is just deep, hold deep in my heart. <laughs> uh, and then my next one on the list, my first, I believe this actually was my first first-person shooter that I ever played. 007. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best game of all time. And that will conclude my Nintendo 64 list. All right, Lucas, let's hear your Nintendo 64 list. Oh, yeah. Um, just smash... Super Mario 64, Wave Race, you know, hop on the sea do, handle it, (laughs) (laughs) hand out some ass whoopings to the boys, Um, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and I don't know, I I guess I'd throw uh, Donkey Kong in there, just because, oh yeah, just because the opening rap, D, oh yeah, you got to listen to that, oh yeah, actually it's in my like Spotify, (laughs) I listened to it on my way to work, I don't know, I don't really like that game that much, it was, I'm not really big into collectathons, and there is no way to like quick like Donkey Kong had he could only pick up yellow bananas, and Diddy Kong could only pick up red bananas, and there's blue ones and green ones too. But I just forget the names for the other Kongs, and every time you you could never like click on the C pad and it would change to like one automatically. So there's a lot of backtracking you'd have to run and change into the monkey. If you wanted to get the other bananas, it was just, they could have made it way better. Yeah, like monkey ball, one banana color, yellow. Yellow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like somebody who skipped over the rap a lot. Yeah. yeah. Just didn't appreciate the little the things. 
Alright, do you have a 64 list, Simon? Uh, yeah, I'll start with, uh, probably the best Pokemon game. Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, Pokemon Snap is a rail shooter. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just go along and take pictures of Pokemon. Cute. And that's the only Nintendo 64 game I've ever played. Alright, the best one. The best yeah. Nintendo 64 and Pokemon game. Alright, I guess we can go into the original Xbox. Original Xbox. I didn't play this one a whole lot. Don't have a lot to say. Five, Halo. I have some good fond memories just playing multiplayer with my friends. Four, Jet Set Radio. Awesome soundtrack. Who doesn't Great like game roller mechanics. skating? Oh, yeah. yeah that, who think? Who could have thought that a roller skating game could be that fun? Oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That game was really ahead of its time. Three is Destroy All Humans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a good game to go F around with, you know. Yeah, yeah, they they remastered the series. They uh, no, they're making it. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, I saw a clip that they came out with. Oh, like, and they had super hard, I guess. Like, yeah. I never played through it all the way, but I guess uh, Final Boss was, like, almost impossible to beat. Oh, I've never, like, played most of the actual game. I just, like, run around. <laughs> all right. Two, Soul Calibur. Another good fighting game yeah, to play with your friends. Number one, Mortal Kombat Deception. I can agree. I really like that Mortal Kombat game. It had this uh, chess game mode. Yeah, I played the hell out of the yeah. chess mode on it, too. Like, yeah. all the time. It was really complicated. There was also a, um, a puzzle, like a Tetris-type deal on it, too, where you could just stack up blocks or whatever and, you know, Tetris. But whenever you'd get a match, you would do damage to the other one, and you'd have to, like, kill them, I guess. It'd be cool if they did more fun ideas like that in modern Mortal Kombat games. Instead of just making it just straight Mortal combat, combat. Yeah. yeah, there should be had a uh, side stuff in it, yeah. make it a little bit more interesting and more Fun things to do. Games. Yeah. All right, Brock, Xbox games. Um, I I haven't played that much Xbox, but I played and beat Gun. It's a uh, Gun. That's what um, what are those called? Red Dead Redemptions are based off of. Like this is the first Red Dead Redemption. It's just called Gun. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> And then Halo 2, I just like getting on that and getting in the uh, the ghosts or the banshees and just driving around fucking shit up in them. And uh, I have Jet Set Radio on there too, just because that's a good classic game. And then Fusion Frenzy, the worst party game, but it's hold close to my heart. Because I used to play it on my uncles all the oh, time. Yeah. That's the game you think of when you think Xbox, not Halo, but yeah, Fusion, Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> Um, I think there's only one Xbox game that should even be on my list, and it's because I like it so much more than Simon likes it, and that's Halo 2. <laughs> is Halo it's, 2 it's, just on everyone's list? Yeah, Halo it's, 2 is just a good game. Yeah. What about Halo Combat Evolved, guys? <laughs> what about Halo Wars? Halo Wars was a top-down, right? Uh, yeah, it was. I thought so. I remember seeing that advertised on, like, yeah. the new, it was like a laptop or something that Microsoft made. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. There's All like right. a Surface Pro or something. Simon's, could okay. I heard you had like a really long Xbox list you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just get into it. You guys might want to get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is starting with Halo 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, Really, it's the Halo that started it all. Halo 1 wasn't that good. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. We were all thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say what everyone's thinking. It wasn't that good. Halo 2 started it, and Halo 3 finished it so much <laughs> yeah, <stuff. laughs> yeah. And no halo reach was really good i'm not gonna lie yeah i didn't like reach that much that was the first... is it because you lose the war it was a reach. no i don't know i just 
that's a good game to I, play around with. I yeah, thought, I like, like the the, map uh, the custom maps. That's yeah. the thing I love the best about it. People Making can make big their own maps. Yeah. yeah, and just driving your uh, Ford Hogs off it and doing yeah. all that fun stuff. It's like make the little race big track. planet of yeah. Halo. <laughs> Alright, that concludes my Xbox list. Awesome. Moving <laughs> on to this is probably gonna be everyone's most in depth of the lists. GameCube. 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 Oh, yeah. Number five. It's a classic top-down adventure game, starring everyone's favorite DreamWorks character, Shrek, Shrek 2. 2. Yeah! That game's actually, all memes aside, it's just a fun game to play with your friends. There's a lot going on. A lot of cool Shrek puzzles. Memes. Yeah. Donkey! Donkey! My ass! <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah, Get out me swamp! Oh yeah, it was funny, Shrek 2... We didn't have a memory card in our GameCube oh growing up. Oh my gosh. So we would start the game over every time we played it, and we'd <laughs> oh have to no. beat it every time. We, yeah. Oh, the Tony Hawk, whenever we'd get real far, and we just kept the GameCube on for days straight. Oh my, I used to have to, to do the it. first thing. I used to have to do that, too, because we didn't, when we first bought our GameCube, we were like, oh, because uh, I bought it later in its life, whenever, uh, like, the PS3 was still around, I think. So we just thought it had internal, like, storage it's storage so didn't we didn't end up buying a uh, memory card for it too that so i had box? to do the same thing <laughs> guys what's wrong with you memory cards are like five bucks oh man we yeah, couldn't we it was gamer my parents just <laughs> didn't understand it yeah <laughs> like why do we need a memory card my Very dad <laughs> my dad beat tony hawk probably three times every week <laughs> <laughs> all right next on my list pokemon coliseum not a great Pokemon game, but it has better animations than Sword and Shield. I think we can all agree on that. What's that one Pokemon game, like Pokemon Shadow for the GameCube or something? Oh, Darkness? Yeah, I had That's that. That's just like... And that was horrible. I hated that game. That game's just like Coliseum. I didn't mind Coliseum. It had like this fun little uh, side thing where you had to beat 100 battles to unlock something cool. I forget. Like a little Probably battle like a tower. Or, yeah, yeah, I like playing that as a kid. I haven't played that in the past like 10 years though, but yeah. And then I have Tack for the GameCube. Tack. That game, it's fun. I like the platforming and stuff, but there's one little mission where you have to go through the whole game and collect, like, a thousand marbles or something. Oh, or the, probably, wait, what, didn't, couldn't you collect feathers in that game, too? Like, wasn't feathers? There were, like, these like, weird little ball things that you had to collect. There were feathers, too. Yeah, I just that was like the main feathers. Points. I don't remember the balls. Yeah, you had to like go back through the whole game, backtrack through everything, just to collect these little marbles. I don't think I ever made it past that part, but, yeah. Next, I have Mario Kart Double Dash. It's one of my favorite Mario games. Switched up the core mechanics of Mario Kart. Yeah, it's just a good time. I like the battle mode. Cool maps. They finally added Toad and Birdo. I thought Toad was favorite. in 64. Was he? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, well, they did add Birdo. And Toad was and in Koopa. it. Toad was <laughs> in it. And Mrs. Toad, I'm pretty sure. Toadette. Toadette. Yeah. I never knew that. Another fan favorite. And then, uh, number one, this game's arguably the best game of all time, from what people have been telling me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Super Monkey Ball 2. <laughs> Crazy level design. That might have the best level design out of all platformers up to today. Would you consider Monkey Ball a platformer? Technically, yeah. What else would you consider it to Maybe be? like a puzzle or something? No. Like a puzzle platformer? No. You own it? No. All the levels are expertly crafted. 
Dude, look at look at the meta score. I'm not lying. <laughs> look what the reviews are saying. Look at the IGN review. <laughs> Fun mini games. Sixty FPS on a GameCube game. Unheard of at the time. Gon Gon. Gon Gon. You might have seen him in a lot of Rule Thirty Fours. Gon Gon. Uh, you might have seen a lot of baby in there too. <laughs> since we're talking about the GameCube here, I have two little extra games I want to throw in that don't really go with my list. Pokemon Channel. Oh, Has I never had played the Pokemon, Pokemon Channel. Channel. No, mm. for the Wii. It's a really shitty game, but it's Is just it's you... cozy. You're like a farm. You're, no, Pokemon you're, farm. you're like in a house. You're thinking of Pokemon Ranch. Ranch, that's what it is. You're in a house and you just hang out with Pikachu and just like watch TV, order stuff on the internet. They have like this little side series that you can watch like an oh, anime. That's cool. So that's just like my life right now. Yeah. This game doesn't have a good meta score though. <laughs> probably in <laughs> the 50s. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a fun game. And then Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Adventure 2 is probably what made Sonic so popular. Yeah, that's like the only good Sonic game besides like the 2D ones. Yeah. I like raising little chows. Oh, the My chows. chow garden. Yeah. All, All right. right. This, uh, I'll start off with the best game. The, actually, the best game of all time. Super Mario Sunshine! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know. It's just an interesting mechanic at the time. Like, uh, having... Uh, the flood on your back, being able to just squirt the uh, the paint or yeah, I believe it was or ink. I think it was ink off uh, the, the walls inks, and stuff. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that you could do too. Like you could slide on your stomach and uh, have flood squirt water out in front of you so you could gain more speed. There's just a there's other equipment that you could use too. Like there's a launcher attachment for it. You could launch yourself up in the air. Yeah, I just like the setting of that game. Yeah, Delfino, Delfino Plaza. Yeah, it's a cool. Yeah, nice little hub. It yeah. is a good hub world. Oh yeah, and Yoshi's in it too. Yoshi is. Yeah, Yoshi never made it that far. Oh, there's this uh, um, what's it called? World, like a theme park world, and you have to ride on this train and shoot uh, baby Bowser like with these rockets, and these water babies. rockets. And that was just really cool, like, part of the game. Oh, yeah. Isn't so. uh, Baby Bowser Black Mario? Yeah, it was Black Mario. Because he has his, uh, that, the ink wand. It's basically Epic Mickey, but Mario oh, style. Yeah. Epic Mickey. Is it the yeah. Venom of Mario? Yeah, it's like yeah. Mario's Venom. <laughs> Alright, that's easier to digest. <laughs> and then uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, just because I love Melee. Uh, RE4. Hmm. Let me talk about RE4 on the GameCube. I was scared shitless when I was first playing this game. <laughs> as soon as I uh, heard that chainsaw rev up in the first uh, like act, I knew that this was going to be a bad time. And as soon as I got my head cut off, too, I turned the game off and I didn't play it for like a week because <laughs> I was too scared. I don't think my mom let me buy that one. Yeah. I just I have got... platformers on my list. <laughs> I, I also put Tack in my list, too, just because that was a good game. And then SSX, just because I I've never played a snowboarding game before, but it was it was nice. I liked it. It was interesting. A lot better than a uh, steep. <laughs> oh, the free PlayStation Plus game. That I oh, was once. that free? It was free a long time ago. Damn, I wish I would have got that. You don't. Was it bad? <laughs> like that bad? I didn't play a lot of it. I just like played through the free. tutorial and got kind of bored. Oh. All right, Lucas. Um. Resident Evil 4, bottom of the list, and I don't know, it was pretty good. 
had a cool character. <laughs> yeah. um, Kennedy. He, he could just punch boulders. and No, that was oh, Resident Evil 5. No, yeah. He's just a badass. My number four was going to be Prince of Persia, but now me thinking about it, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 probably would have been on that list just because the painstaking hours that we put into it, me and Simon and my dad <laughs> not having a memory card. And then Madden 08. Of course, has to be on this list. Oh yes, yeah. The the best that's what Madden got, game. Yeah, that's what got me into Madden. And I mean, I don't play it that much anymore, but I really liked Madden back in the day. I still play Madden Oh Eight. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I play Madden Oh Eight. They had this little fantasy mode, and at the end, you got to play against like mythical teams, <laughs> like the Deceivers, which the stadium was in hell. Really? Yeah. And they do like weird stuff, like the field goal. They'd shrink it really small whenever you're kicking. And stuff like that. Bunch of it's, oh, and they, it's still not as good as Madden yeah, 12. The, Madden 12? Yeah, the greatest Madden of all time. Uh, I would pay top dollar for Madden 12. I think you only need like two bucks to get Yeah, I know. The but... release date, how, however much it was on the release date, I would pay that much money for it. But, um, and then number two, Rampage. That Rampage? game was, yeah. What is that game? No, the one with the gorilla? Yeah, the one with like, uh, it was like... They drank. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. It was called Rampage, right? They uh, drank. They drank that soda, and they all turned into monsters. Oh yeah. And yeah, you had to fight about. on buildings and stuff. That yeah. game was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my, we I played so much of that. Me and Simon and Finn, and then number one. What is the full name of the Godzilla game? Um, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. Yeah, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. Probably one of the best games of all time. Wait, didn't we play that like a couple months ago? Maybe last year. Yeah. Did Someone we really? Their GameCube. Yeah, when? we played it. Um. Oh wow! An outside Wait. source brought over his GameCube, and with it, he brought Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. An outside source. <laughs> outside source. Man. Okay, was well, I'm Hondro? gonna need. Was it Hondro? Hondro had one of them. Hondro no probably still way. played it. Hondro loves old stuff. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to go ask him if I can buy that from him. All right, let's just for hundred and fifty dollars. Let's just stick with an outside source for now. Okay, we are. But I can outside. agree. Rampage yeah. was good too. I played Rampage. Yeah. Just not and... enough of it, I don't think. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, all right, Simon, go. GameCube. Okay, starting off my GameCube list, this is Resident Evil 4. This game got me into the Resident Evil franchise, and it got me into horror games in general. And it's probably, Resident Evil 4 probably had the biggest impact on my gaming life. Oh, yeah. It made you go out and buy a Leon Kennedy body pillow. It did. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. I broke his first copy and he cried for days. <laughs> yeah. I was. That was probably the most devastating thing ever to yeah. me. It's because I broke your copy of Madden 12. Yeah, Madden 12. My sacred copy of Madden 12. <laughs> I, I, I rubbed it all against the wall to be funny. <laughs> yeah, he rubbed it like to think it was. He thought it was like funny and then I was like, oh, I'll show him. And I ripped his game in half and like spit on it I and was, put it back in I the was, case. Yeah, I was so like, I'm like freaked out. Yeah, I was like, why would you do this? Yeah, <laughs> why? Why? Like you ruined everything! <laughs> okay, Resident Evil 4, big game for me. And next is uh, 007 GoldenEye. No one ever played the yeah, 007s think... for the GameCube. I played it. You I did play that. I played one. that at Ethan and uh, nobody's house. I played out of Kit's house, and it was okay. Um, we had an outside source that would always bring the game over. <laughs> <laughs> and... I never owned the game personally because I didn't know how to get video games because I was just a kid. Outside source. Are you talking about our nerd neighbors? No. Oh. But... You didn't know about GameStop when you were a kid? <laughs> I was Gamer just a... oppression, man. I was just a kid. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that game was just a real fun time for everyone. It was was that before players. gaming was taught in schools? Yeah, <laughs> before the esports team at my school. Yeah, my elementary school. <laughs> we just played monkey ball time trials. <laughs> okay, moving on from that, next is uh, Mario Kart 2 Double Dash. I mean, Mario Kart Double Dash. And I know you, this was already brought up, but... I know there's a real divide on this game in the Mario Kart community. Is like, is it really the best Mario Kart game? Okay, it's got the was. <laughs> it's probably second best. The best one's the new one on the Switch, probably. I wouldn't. Go I didn't that play far. Double Dash. Double Dash, my disc broke, so yeah. Did your big... brother break it too? No, there, there was a big problem with the Double Dash discs. They're really fragile for some reason. Mm. If they have the slightest probably scratch. the coding. Yeah, mine just or... stopped no, working like one day. Yeah, they always stop working. That's the thing with those things. That game sells for like 80 bucks now just because of that. It's so hard to find a working copy. Okay, next is, um for me, Wave Racer. It's basically a jet ski racing game. And just recently... Here, I got the article up right now. <laughs> Nintendo's verbally abusive wave race Easter egg finally unearthed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pit crew, instead of yelling at being enthusiastic, they just call you pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing, apparently. It was just, like, recently found. Is out. it, like, That's malicious hilarious. booing, like, in Squidward Suicide? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't listen to any clips of it, but it's out there, and there's people still playing wave race. I guess. I get That's all that proves is that there's still people playing Wave Race. And my last one, it's a pretty niche one that probably 0.2% of the GameCube population has played, and that's Scorpion King, the video game. Oh, <laughs> man. No, that was good. That was probably my first challenging video game I ever played. Probably because it was a bad game. It was just, <laughs> just because there was bad games. Yeah. On. It was just hard. Like, it was back when I didn't know how to play video games. <laughs> And, um, all I know is I only got past, like, the first stage of that game, but I enjoyed it so much. The first stage was really enjoyable. Yeah, huh? I, I enjoyed the ass-kicking. I just kept coming back to it until it broke, until the, until, until the game broke. Until, until the game broke you. <laughs> until the game broke me, enough for me to just quit gaming for a while until the gamecube exploded because we kept it on too long yeah <laughs> we didn't have a memory card <laughs> all right final system for the night ps2 top five games let's get to it wrath of cortex it's generally regarded wait are we doing ps2 yeah, yeah. we're doing ps2 do you not have a ps2 list Oh, um, uh, no, you told me we were just doing a PS1, N64, Xbox, and GameCube when I was out no. there. It's alright, me and Simon never played PS2. Sorry. Yeah, no. I went... I didn't play the PS2, so... Oh, you can set this one out then. Yeah, I had a Wii. Alright, number five. Wrath of Cortex. People say it's a bad Crash game, because it wasn't developed by Naughty Dog, but... I like it, I think it's I cool. I liked it too, it was just a Crash game. You yeah. can't go wrong Plus they had these little, game. uh levels these little mini levels where you got to play as a ball it gave me real oh the monkey ball, ball too so yeah uh, i die for that stuff man the ball levels another ball game katamari damasi <laughs> just a fun game i still play this game to this day you're just a ball and you roll things to pick it up you get bigger and bigger there's a real good sense of scale in that game a sense of progression it's fun it's cute number three Arguably the best JRPG of all time, Persona 4. 
Haven't played it. Yeah. Good cast characters, solid RPG mechanics. I would just like the story is in that. The story five. The story's a lot better than five. There's like this overarching mystery, a lot more twists than you'd expect. Persona Five is really straightforward. Yeah, there's a great soundtrack to this game too. I listen to the soundtrack whenever I work out. <laughs> That's a fact. Another game with a great soundtrack. ATV Off-Road Fury. Oh, ATV Off-Road yeah. Fury. Nothing like getting flung around the map. Like yeah, the game that world every PS2 owner owns. Yes, that's yeah. just facts. Yeah. The best game of all time, Kingdom Hearts 2 for the PS2. Played, yeah. but have not beat. Yeah. Played a fair bit amount. I've got to the Hercules yeah, like, uh, level. Oh, yeah. It's just on my list for the opening. The opening theme song. My morning alarm clock. <laughs> is it really? No. <laughs> Alright, uh, mine is uh, Champions at Norath. I don't think anybody's have ever played this game besides me. No, you keep talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I keep talking about it, but nobody I've talked to it about knows what it is. So it's really probably some bargain bin game that I fell in love with when I was a kid. And it, uh, I don't know, I just like the combat. It's really simple. It's kind of just more or less a hack and slash with RPG elements in it. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for that. Uh, second on my list is GTA San Andreas. This game really got me into the whole GTA. And, yes, I fell for the myths. I did look for Bigfoot whenever I was a kid. What about the hot coffee glitch? No, that was, like, a mod or something. I never figured out. I was oh. never that wet to figure out how to have chicks ride my dick when I'm fucking <laughs> hopping in my, uh, what are those things called? The uh, cars that... Bounce. I have no idea. Like low riders what or whatever. About, yeah. yeah, I wasn't trying to get my meat road on in a low rider. And uh, the best platform, I believe, for the PS2, Jack and Dexter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just a good game all around. It has a lot of uh, like new concepts, I believe. Like uh, your buddy falls into a volcano and turns into like a, a squirrel, pretty much. Or like a, yeah, like a squirrel. I don't know what else I would call it. Oh, yeah. And uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. I used to play, like, the, I think it was called, like, a Conquest mode or something on it all the time. And I'd go through and just play that. I'd fly around in the spaceships yeah, for the space battles. The space battles are so sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. How you can fly into other, like, other places' bays and, like, take their shit. Yeah, I started playing that game recently. I really like when you get a bunch of kills and you get to play as, like, a Jedi. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're just OP. Cool you can just yeah. mow down everyone. Uh, and final for my list, Psychonauts. That game's just weird. <laughs> yeah, everybody in that game's weird. The characters are super interesting. Uh, the Milkman meme was spawned from that game. Uh, I don't know. Not much to say about that, I guess. Besides, it was just good platforming. There's good fighting elements in it, too. In the, like, the perks and cool stuff like that you can do with your mind is just really interesting when you get further to the end of the game. All right. Do you guys have PS2 list, Lucas and Simon? Um, no. no. If I could, I might have made one. If I knew there was a category. You would have just put... looked up games on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> no. PS2 games. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We were out of time. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, take care. Goodbye, gamers. Bye.